Yo, 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 Nothing's Normal Podcast. It's your host, Spinx. Back at you with another episode. Um, I'm going to do a quick, couple quick shout-outs. Um, Shout-out to Fire October 14th. It was a spectacular night. We got a lot done. We got a lot, a lot of new content on the way from that event. Music Soul Child, Jay Holiday, Case, and also this lovely young lady right here. Who might we have today on Hi. Nothing's Normal? My name is Belina. I am one of Jalen's artists that she's working with. Also one of the openers from the event. Um, yeah, very nice to meet you guys. You Thank too. You so much for having That's me. Shake your hand. Yeah. Yo, 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 Nothing's Normal podcast. It's your host, Spinx. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed when it comes to insurance? Do you want to focus on what matters most at home and in your business? Let me introduce you to ZRM Brokerage, a company that believes in making risk management your best investment. Founded by Daniel Guinea, they're providing expert risk management services with neighborly care since 2017. Over here at ZRM Brokerage, they operate off morals, honesty, integrity, loyalty, somebody that's gonna keep it 100 with you, not just look for the dollar, you know? ZRM, which stands for Zara Risk Management, pays homage to the kindness and generosity of Daniel's grandfather, Joseph Zara. Their mission is simple, to empower you with the knowledge and tools to simplify the complex world of insurance. Now, they probably never taught you this in school, but life is all about resource. And Daniel Guinea, he's got a lot of that. He deals with top experts when it comes to insurance all over the globe. Now, if you're waiting for the accolades, trust me, we don't just walk it, he talks it as well. He's backed by an MBA from Iona University. He also has won the prestigious Millie Award from the Westchester Business Journal, y'all. Head over to www.westchesterhomeinsurance.com to get your free quote from ZRM Brokerage Insurance Company. Nothing's normal. Um, Valina. So, over here, nothing's normal. We don't like to just start at page 50. We like to take, you know, a small dive into the story before. So without, without oh man, I'm fried. With that being said, where are you from? I'm from Tampa, Florida, Ooh. originally, and I live in Bahala for the past five years. Oh, beautiful. Now, what's the connection between Ted? That's a huge leap that you passed like six, seven, eight, nine uh, area codes. <laughs> what, was, um, what brought you to Bahala? Um, my aunt and uncle originally like were from here, so at oh, 17 years old, I came out on vacation, and I wasn't doing too well in high school. Oh, you're on you're the wild. verge of not graduating. Uh oh. Uh, but uh, yeah, I got offered an opportunity to live out here and kind of pursue singing, and I was into modeling as well. So New York is best fitting for those areas. Right. So I just I, I moved here five years ago. How's Westchester treating you? 914, county boy. Um, I would say it has its ups and downs, honestly. It's definitely a different environment than what I'm used to, but, um, you know, I'm a lot to deal with. I am 22 years old, striving for a big goal with a big personality. So a lot of kids out here weren't very welcoming, but also I have a lot of people who were very, very welcoming. So it's, it's very new for me, we'll just say that. Westchester is very clicky. Yeah. It's a clicky area, so, you know, it's not always as welcoming as you would like it to be. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you're here. Wow, kids. You said a couple keywords. Kids. Um, okay, let's backtrack. So you said Tampa. 
Um, how was Tampa growing up? Um, living situation, home situation? Did you grow up with both of your parents? Perfect question. Um, my real father, I don't really know him. My mom uh, kind of left him when I was one years old. And I was raised by my step family, my stepfather, who's the father of my siblings. Beautiful. Um, I had a very abnormal upbringing. Um, I've been through living through hotels, being evicted, living in houses with no electricity, living in my grandma's house for a lot of my years. Um, my mom was involved in my life, but she also dealt with mental illness and also was living the club lifestyle. So mm. she was very in and out, and I had to take on huge responsibility at a young age for being the oldest. Right. But um, I'm super, super grateful for my experience because I don't think I would have been as humble or as open-minded as I am today. I definitely appreciate my lifestyle now 100% more mm. than any other person would if they didn't experience um, triumphs growing up. So, If you don't mind me asking, is your mom and stepdad still with us? Are they still with us in the flesh? Um, my mom, unfortunately, passed away last oh, year. Sorry to hear that. All wow. good. Okay, um, wow. I, I mentally prepared myself for it. She hasn't really been in my life for the past seven years. Right. So it's also one big key as to why I moved here. Yeah. Um, my step family and my stepdad are still in my life. I still love them dearly. And they're taking care of my brother and sister in Florida still to this day. Mm -hmm. So I'm very, very grateful for all of them and my experience with them, whether it was toxic or healthy. But, yeah, of know, course. I had what I had. Um, I was a stepchild myself. That's uh, a big part of our culture. And before I even use the word culture, what is your nationality? I'm looking at you and I'm getting... A few, when you go to Carvel, it's just a few different flavors. It'd be like four different kinds of vanilla. You got the French vanilla, vanilla bean. So what are you? I am Puerto Rican, Italian, and Mexican. Oh, wow. Cinco de Mayo. That's dope. <laughs> Cinco de Mayo, uh, Puerto Rican, wow. a pasta, pasta, you feel me? And Italian. Wow. So where would the Italians, what is your mom? What nationality she is She is Puerto Rican and Italian, and my father is fully Mexican. Okay. So as far as, because as much as, you know, I, I'm a step-parent myself, nice. and as much, yeah, as much as you want to say it's the same, it's, it's a lot of struggles being a step-parent and even being a step-child just by seeing and watching your other siblings with their biological family. It could definitely be isolating. Sometimes you might feel like as much as, you know, this person is there for you that, you know, you're not included or you don't have the same feeling that the rest of your siblings have. So was that something that you went through as a child or something when you, you know, you struggle with coming up? Yeah, definitely. I definitely did ex um, experience things like that. But as I got older and I kind of got into reading, I was reading a lot of uh, self-development books. Beautiful. I had to realize that my parents were very young. Mm -hmm. um, also, it's not easy being a step-parent, you know, mm -hmm. taking uh, kids that aren't yours and also trying to reciprocate that genuine love. Mm -hmm. it, it's very difficult, so I definitely give my parents a little bit more grace now that I understand their circumstances. Right. Um, and I used to, like, hold a little resentment towards my younger sister because of the treatment. It's but, natural. You know, it's it's not her fault. It's not my parents' fault. It's, it's only something... You know, like, I can get over it, basically. Like, yeah. if I allow it to eat up my mind and make me feel like a black sheep, then I definitely will be that. So I have to learn to just, like, let it go, you know? Yeah, that's the best thing. 
And I love that advice because, like you said, that it's a very hard. It's hard even for the parent because it, at some point you almost can't discipline, and discipline is I feel like is a huge part in parenting. Yeah. So if you you know you might not feel comfortable disciplining because you know that gap. So yeah, that's dope. Before we jump out of Tampa, let's talk about life in Tampa as far as school. Um, you said you moved over here when you were 17. So did you go to high school in Valhalla? Um, yes, my senior year. Oh, beautiful. So prior to that, how was school for you in Florida? I got My grandma actually lives in Orlando. Yeah. And the landscape, I mean, it's a lot of rain. Um, you know, we got like squirrels. You guys got lizards. <laughs> um, life is just different, I feel like, in Florida. The culture is a little different. The people are a little different. It's to me... I'm glad I'm from Westchester, I'm going to say that. <laughs> so, you know, Florida is, eh, it's cool, but I don't know. So just talk about Tampa for a minute, and uh, how was your experience living in Tampa? Sure. Um, Tampa is definitely not for the weak, I will say that. Mm. It is very diverse, though, so I'm very blessed to have grown up in a culture like, you know, just place that I was able to be around different types of people. Yeah. Um, so I never felt, like, left out. What I will say, I did feel like I always had to uh, show that people needed to respect me. I had to hold my ground, yeah. basically. I went to a lot of different schools, too. That's something that I did, was hopping from different schools, different years. Right. And um, what I've experienced from all of them was I needed to stand my ground, just because people are easily irritated out there. Mm. Like the hot mindset, as fuck. Yeah, like the mindset, <laughs> it's hot <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> Um, the mindset is just very different out there than it is here. Like here, a lot of the people in this area grow up with parents who went to college, who have mm. stable jobs, who have houses of their own. Um, in Florida, it wasn't really that. It, that that wasn't really normal for us. So our normal was having to just like, you know, have our cliques, but to a certain extent where like no one was able to mess with us. So yeah. that is what I experienced. I also was a little bit more on the poverty side of things in okay. Florida. So, like, I wasn't as well-dressed. I wasn't as confident. I was super scared singing growing up. Wow. Um, super shy. Can't tell. Yeah, no, because I had to do a 360, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but, you know, Tampa definitely taught me to stand my ground even still out here to be aware of my surroundings when I'm out by myself. I'm yes. a very beautiful young woman. So Absolutely. I have to hold my ground, especially in New York, without my stepdad being here. I have to just, like, right. you know, have my own guard up towards certain things. So I, I learned that in Tampa. Do you find it, when you say guard up, do you find it that sometimes... It's hard to let the guard down. Do you, are you the type of person that, you know, you'll shut people out just in fear of being, you know, wronged or just your past experiences throughout going to these different areas? Yes and no. Hmm. Um, yes to the to the point where, like, it's hard for me to open up with, like, friends yeah. or girls. Um, relationships, I'm open because I want to find, like, a relationship so bad. So I try to, like... Show a guy I'm willing to be vulnerable, but sometimes that's not the best thing to do. Yeah, as I'm learning. Gotta be careful with that. Like, um, man. But I mean, I'm a pretty open person. I give a lot of people the benefit of the doubt. I'm a super loving person. So I, I I am like that with every person I meet until I have a reason not to. Yeah, I can see it in your eyes. Like, 
when you you got like a devilish look like I, I can only imagine you upset like I can only imagine it, it might get scary Barbie face yeah yeah I see I see these eyes here I see you know I see a lot of different things um that transition as far as the decision was there anything specific that happened where you said you know what I need to get the fuck out of here and get new scenery and just start over I mean, I think it was just, I never was by myself with my aunt and uncle growing mm -hmm. up. Right. Like, my aunt would visit, I, we would come to New York, but I was always, like, with my mom or my stepdad. And my mom and how I just was raised was whatever happens in the house stays in the house. Right, of course. Um, but it came to a certain point where she wasn't around for a while, and she wouldn't even have, like, appreciated how I was being treated and... You know, I just, something, in, like, just something told me that I needed to basically just have a conversation with my aunt and say, hey, like, I'm on the verge of not graduating. I have these goals of mine. I, I want to, like, you know, be here if I can. Like, my mom, you know, is not really around to make decisions for myself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there was other things also involved, but I don't ever want to, like, lead the story onto my step family for making them feel bad for how they treated me or how they raised me. They, again, they did their best. Of course. And I definitely learned from it. So I'm very grateful. Um, but yeah, I definitely did have to have, like I had to have a conversation to say like, Hey, I don't want to live this way anymore. I don't, I'm not with my mom, my, my, my blood. Yeah. She was my only blood family in Florida that I was like with one person. So, wow. um, yeah, and I, I, I always loved my aunt, me and her. I'm named after her, by the way. Oh, beautiful. Is that an Italian thing? Yeah, yeah sometimes. Like the Lisa Marie's and, yeah, I know like a lot of, like how we have juniors. I don't know what they would call it, like yes. for the females. So my aunt like says that. She's like, guys can do it, so like, why not us? So Yeah, I Italians run the world. They don't care. They, <laughs> you, they, they do whatever they, they say, go, exactly. You um, guys do what you want, for sure. Yeah, so... I was always very, very close with her, so it was my first time ever being by myself with her, and I just was, like, having a moment where I was just kind of asking to stay with her. And I and I did before, but there were situations that I couldn't. And, mm -hmm. you know, it was just meant that at that age, I was smart enough to even ask these questions. Yeah, I was thinking her. that, yeah. And then, you know, I was just also given that moment to say, like, yeah, we'll talk about it. They said yes, and then I was like, oh, shit, like, now... Book my I flight. have to make a decision. I had a boyfriend at the time too. Really? So at seventeen? Yeah. Oh. I had a boyfriend. I had my siblings with me on the same trip, like, and so I had to make that decision. And my whole volleyball stuff in Florida, and my school stuff, my friends. But I just knew for some reason I was never gonna get an opportunity like this again. Mm. So I just went with it. That show. I mean, they they say women mature faster than men. And I believe it. Like, you know, women, women, you know, are, are can can sustain a lot more pain than men than men. I think it's systematically with design. You guys are designed to be able to just withstand a huge threshold of pain that a man couldn't there's different pains. But I'm intrigued by the fact at 17, you're still a minor technically. You're basically making calls about your life. That's, yeah. that's 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 deep. I was sixteen. Sixteen. The day after, when I see my aunt, I turned seventeen. So the day I had the conversation with my aunt about staying, I was seven. I just had turned seventeen. 
What'd you do for your birthday, if anything? Um, they we have a family apartment in the Hamptons, so we were just hanging out in the oh, Hamptons. Beautiful. Okay. With them. Okay, great. So um, all right, that's 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 dope, man. Bravo. That that I'm really ready to shed a tear behind that. <laughs> um, Angelo, you know, late the kid that's late to class. My boy, shout out to Angelo Scarfone. Legally higher seltzer water. Just when you thought you couldn't get higher, they go and add 60 more milligrams of THC. They actually added a new flavor to the raspberry acai. Emphasis on the acai. A little bit more calories, but that just means it tastes better. Now, if you don't know about Legally Highest, it is a THC seltzer water. I know for me, I like my, my clothes to smell fresh. I hate smoky clothes. Like, I, oh my God, you walk, in a, you walk in a spot and set the fire alarm off. Everybody knows if you want your breath to stay intact, you better have a Bev, and it, it can't be water. So this is, a, this is a double bonus. You get the double bonus here, man. You can sip. Uh, nobody's in your business. You can do this around your kids. Uh, actually, speaking of kids, you need to be 21 or older to purchase one of these. So, you know, if you're 20, eh. Maybe we'll get you a case of these for your 21st birthday. If you're looking to purchase uh, some of these amazing drinks and calm yourself down, www.legallyhighest.com. Us over here at Nothing's Normal, we are part of the Polymath Network. You'll get a discount by using promo code POLY20. Well, now that we're high, let's get back into the show. Okay, so you get to Valhalla. What do you do your first day there? Do you like cry? Did you write? Did you just soak it all in? Did you go for a walk? Like, what was your first day in Westchester like? Great question. So I came here in the summer, end of summer, and uh, what are these? I'll tell you later. Oh, I see. <laughs> I'll tell you later. You know me. I get the flavor. Joy. I'm, I'm a tropical guy. You know. Shout out! Shout out to the sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Legally highest. We get to y'all in a minute, baby. Y'all always catch me mid episode. Um, um. Yeah. First day in Westchester. So I was here in the summer, and again, I I wanted to do volleyball. So the first thing I did was sign up for school, and I did volleyball tryouts, which is when I first met Joelle, which is Jalen's sister. Okay, great. She was the first female, first friend I ever made here or spoke to in Bahala. Wow, black girl. That's dope. Come on now. Wow. She's from Tampa, Florida, and I told you I yeah. was raised yeah. with nothing but cultural people. You did tell me that. Yep. So, um... Yes, made friends with her, and then I just started getting involved with the volleyball girls, practicing, trying out, and then that's what led me into school itself. Okay. I was the only girl with Jordans, and all these other females had, like, mini skirts and sandals. Yeah. And I'm over here with, like, red 11s on, like, totally like, different yeah. accent. <laughs> uh, singer, volleyball varsity player, just came in hot, and... You just came and took over. They're probably yeah. like, who the fuck is Valina over there? Did you get a lot of hate or was it very welcoming? I got very both. Yeah. It was very, like, a little flaky. Like, oh, my God, you're the new girl. Like, hey, yeah. yeah. I know the guys are like, like <gasps> You know what? No, not really. I really? think in Valhalla, for me, I I was getting over <laughs> my relationship. I told you I was in. Yeah. And then I was single for a full year. So that whole time in, in high school, didn't talk to a guy. The guys wouldn't even approach me, so I don't talk to a man if you don't talk to me first. Because what do I look like? You know what I mean? You're very dominant. You're intimidating. <laughs> you can, you, I know. You, yeah, which is, which is yeah. You know, Zahala can't handle that. <laughs> Zahala don't, unless you're talking about the jail. 
but <laughs> the Howler as a town, they can, I don't think they 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 can handle that. I mean, I've talked to guys outside of the Howler and still. Really? Yeah. You still have you ain't go to Mount Vernon, huh? <laughs> I think I just have standards too that yeah. I won't drop for yeah. some reason. But I feel like if I drop them, I'm not gonna get what I want, and I deserve what I want. Absolutely. You know, you got to be careful. You said something earlier, as far as like. You look well. You're also 22 years old, so I, I was gonna almost say, you know, you looking for a relationship that could get dangerous. Yes, I very know. dangerous. Well, that comes with my abandonment insurance. <laughs> Transparency, I like. I like. I, I love that. Yes, I'm very right. Accountability, like I love to. Yeah. Stay in that area. So. You have to. That's the only way to grow. If you're uncomfortable with. Your transition, which you're supposed to, but if you don't come to realization about it, it it's never the work's never gonna get done. Right. Yeah. Um, when you moved here, did you you said boyfriend? Did you break that off before you moved? Um. Or did you guys try to keep in contact? You know. Or we tried to, but we were already like having issues. Yeah. Um We were together two and a half years. We were young, so a lot of off and on. Um, and then when I definitely said I was going to move here, that spiraled up a lot of things. But me being loyal, I try to hold it down, even from over here. Hold it down. Um, but he, you know, I still love him. His family still loves me. He was in a really huge part of my life. He was he was there when my mom was around. Salute. He, he yeah. witnessed a lot. Salute, um, yeah, definitely. But uh, he just, he wanted me to go back. He didn't know that I was moving here for aspirations of mine. Right. And he didn't see that there was so much more that was happening. And he knew what was happening, but he just was super selfish in the way that, like, if we can be, if we're going to be together, you have to come back. I mean, it's not even about being selfish. I'm going to just be honest. If you was my girl and we're in Tampa, there's no fucking way you're going to New York. I already know what's going right, on. But if you it's knew my situation happening. with family issues and what I was going through, and, you, and if I had an opportunity to better that and have family support me, would you not want what's best for me? Me at 34, maybe. Me at that age, you know, we selfish. We would go, right, go, so to, the go to the shelter. Like, yeah. like, I'm sure he would have rather you been at a shelter and he could have saw you every day than you coming all the way up to New York, but that's dope. Okay, shout out to him, man. Um, at some point, obviously, <laughs> we get the music. So, because it sounds like you came out here for volleyball. So, at what point oh, did you? you yeah, that's the. It's at, you, went, you played volleyball in Tampa, then yes. you moved. Now you're volleyball captain, senior. I wasn't what, captain, but okay. Oh, you wasn't captain. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, at what point do we get the singing tunes? Um, I always used to sing. Again, like I told you, I used to be shy. So what I where I started with singing in front of people was freshman year of high school back in Florida. I mm -hmm. would do like the national anthem or something. Um, and then I moved out here. And again, most of it was to pursue singing, modeling, because those mm -hmm. areas of performing arts just are more in New York. Mm -hmm. um, so where I started with that was in high school, we had chorus classes. Okay. So I did a chorus class for the first time my senior year of high school. Then I joined a musical, which I got connections from through that chorus class. Mm -hmm. And then as I did things like that, my confidence was starting to like, you know, be a lot better. And then we had like a talent show at Bahala or senior year. I did um, a live show singing there. Beautiful. I had a big solo during chorus too. So like just a lot of opportunities that I wouldn't take before I decided to take there. That's amazing. Sidebar, is this your hair? Yes. This is my hair. Oh, wow. All real. Yes. It, yeah. Wow. Nice. Okay. Um, back to, to the point. 
<laughs> so random. I'm a random guy. Do you want to check my scalp? No, no, no. It just looks nice. It looks nice. Really. That's a compliment. I Thank just, I just you. wanted to touch it. Okay. Um. Okay. After high school, did you always figure like, did you have aspirations to go to college or the typical get a degree, get a job, or did you know like you wanted to pursue this as a career, your um, career choice? Definitely the music career. I remember specifically when I was 10 years old, I swore to God that I was going to be famous one day with singing. Really? And I never I never swear because I feel like it's kind of a bad word or whatever. But I, because I said that to my neighbors, my friends, I've just always felt like I had to like go that direction. And I also just don't see myself working like a nine to five. Oh, please don't remind me. Jesus Christ. At all. Yeah. I, I don't blame you. I do it now, but it's like, no. Yeah, you know no. I mean? Yeah. When people say like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this quick 30 years real quick and then retire. It's like, quick That's 30? <laughs> Your life's over. <laughs> if you make it to the 30. Oh, my God. Me. Yeah. Speaking of that, I got to go to work tomorrow. That sucks. Um, <laughs> Same. <laughs> you got to go. So 9.30. You, really? Not to, I'm 7 o'clock. So, yeah, you'll still be. Well, how long does it take you to get ready? <laughs> okay. It depends. But if, if I'm taking my time, probably like two hours. Two hours, okay. Yeah. Typical, the female, high maintenance. Yes. Yeah, flawless. I see That's why my hair looks so gorgeous. You yeah. have to ask if it's real. Your yeah. hair looks good, yeah, yeah. That was a trick question, too. I just really, that was my excuse to just see the texture. It's not synthetic, folks. You know, it's that, that's, that's A1. <laughs> um, okay, um, speaking of your music, what kind of artist are you? I, I just asked you this. I was just interviewed you Saturday, mm -hmm. and uh, you told me that answer, but I'm going to ask you again. What kind of artist are you? And, uh, yeah, what's your genre? Sure. Um, right now I am R&B. I want to stay in that genre. I first started music doing drill beats, but singing over them. I have a soulful, kind of deep alto voice, but I want to stay in a more fitting area for me and so I feel like R&B is best right now mm -hmm. but I don't want to put myself in a category extremely mm. just because I will do Latin music in the future I like that little drill shit yeah. spicy uh oh um, but yeah definitely versatile I'm still exploring my options there's a lot of female a lot of uh, female artists have surfaced as far as the drill as far as New York periods a lot of no, I'm not even gonna say just New York. There's a lot of women artists right now rapping over drill beats and very aggressive. The culture I feel like for women has changed dramatically. It's a whole new breed of woman, a whole for new sure. species. I gotta come up with a name. But until then, who are some of your favorite artists that inspire you? I would say recent, because drill I would say fairly new. Yeah. Um I really like Janae Aiko just because the Ooh. lyrics that she actually says are affirmational. Um, mm. She writes in a way that explains her story as well. So, like, her life experience, but yet also some, like, deep stuff if you really break down her lyrics. Um, her, I love Justin Bieber. I know y'all might clown me. Nah, fuck with Bieber. Bieber <gasps> gang. I'm <gasps> Bieber gang. Um, okay, Slay, yes. I mean, I fuck with him just because, like... You know, Bieber fever or whatever yeah. when I was like nine, but yeah. Yeah, but but yeah. but he has definitely overcame a lot and to do something at such a young age and you know overcome everything that he's overcame. I love Bieber. in the public. 
I, I, I admire that. So him, and I really love Thames. Thames, she is someone who started in her room, a small secluded studio, and did something that blew up on her own. And I feel like... That's inspiring. It's very aspiration. Like, it's mm-hmm. very inspiring. Yeah. Um, what is your writing process when you're, you're creating your music? Are you more of, like, a mood type of person? Do you walk outside and see a tree and say, hmm, that leaf is, you know, blowing this? What's your process? What gets your creative cylinders fired up? Good question. I like to listen to the beat. So how my mindset goes when it when it's going into writing is harmonies, like harmonizing. Mm-hmm. I like to just hum, put on my voice memos, feel the vibe, and then whatever freestyle, like whatever first few words pop up to my head, I will go off of that. Okay. And then I just kind of correlate it with what's going on in my personal life, depending on what that vibe was making me feel like. And then, yeah, I just go on from there, whether it's freestyling and I record it and then I go back to certain parts that I like and I just Mm. write it in my phone. Wow. Or it just, sometimes it just comes, like, to mind. Do you enjoy that process? Because just because you're good at something doesn't mean you enjoy it. I know a lot of people who are exceptionally great at whatever it is that they do, but they absolutely hate it. So do you enjoy that process of making the music? It is a hate-love relationship. Yeah. I'm going to keep it a stack. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm fairly new to it. I actually didn't know I could write until I started writing. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. But I hate and love it because it takes so much energy out of myself. And, like, I know other artists that spend, like, all day in and out doing music. Like, they can just easily go into the studio, finish something, or, like, write all the time. I don't have that, like... Time and sometimes I get in my head about it because I should be prioritizing that if that's my career goal. But when I tell you writing music, sometimes, especially being a perfectionist as an artist, mm-hmm. if it's not going the way that you would like it to, there's so much energy being put into that that like sometimes I don't get back to something until like I'm ready yeah. because I put so much into it that one night or those two nights. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, like I need a break from that. How often do you record? Um, I record probably like twice a month. Okay, not bad. Um, That's actually yeah. good. Yeah. Um, we both have nine to fives. We're both pursuing, I guess you could call it entrepreneurship or our dreams. You want to be an artist. I'm a new profound podcaster. Shout out to the... Legally Highest Seltzer Water, ladies and gentlemen. Raspberry. Y'all finally got me. Hold on. Lime. Yeah, we got to do a little taste test. Yeah, we got to do a little taste test. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Cheers, you guys. Okay. I'm jacking the raspberry. Tastes like Arizona. It tastes like that the raspberry Arizona. I mean, I know those things is only a dollar. I like dollar. that it's like not too carbonated either. You, ooh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it has like more of the flavor than bubbles. That's dope. You could have put it in the refrigerator a little bit longer, but um, <laughs> you know. The website, find us. We are a part of the Polymath Network. You can go to Legally Highest. Is it on their website or our website? Legallyhighest.com. Type in promo code Poly20. Get you one of these 
See, like sometimes I'll smoke a blunt and I'll sip one of these, so I'll have to. Oh. I'm gonna have to clip this right with this one Be right dangerous. here. I'm gonna put this one out before I nod off. Nice little keep around, just in case I get tempted. Um, <laughs> damn, what the fuck was I saying now? This guy with this fucking ads. Um, I was I was making a point. Oh, that's what it was. Talk about working a nine to five and pursuing your goals. This is not an easy task to juggle, but you need money. Yeah. Nine to five, very draining. How's that process for you? Um, I just am a money hungry kind of person. Mm-hmm. As you can tell, you said I'm very dominant, very yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I really like to just have my own money. I got bills to pay too. I got an Invisalign check every month. I got my Ooh. car payment every month. And, uh, you know, I like to look good. So I feel like I need to have a job. I like to stay busy, too. So that's also another thing um, is to make sure I have a job that keeps me occupied and keeps me going. I used to do nannying, like, full time before this. Did that keep you occupied? Oh, yeah. Like, I was working with a family. Both parents are in the film industry last year. So I was literally doing that, like, 40 hours a week. Mm. Um. 40 hours. Jesus Christ. When did you record? Holy smokes. See, I didn't. So okay. the last two years, I was focused on modeling independently. This year, I got back into recording um, with Jaylen and Ali. Shout out to Jay. Shout and out Ali. to her for real. My boy. Ali. Well, you know, we call him on this side of the culture, we call him Ali. But we'll go Ali for now. Ali. Shout out to Ali. Yeah, I'm trying to be on that side of the culture too. So well, Ali. Ali. Like Muhammad, she's called them Ali. Like the little move they used to do on Rocket Power with the skateboards and all that. <laughs> that <was funny. laughs> that's dope. He never checked me either. So that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he like, poor girl. I like her, man. I think we have to get her up, up here a little uh, another time. Like I would love to see you come back and do like another, another follow up. Cause, um, before we get into that, that beautiful night we had at a night of R&B, I just want to ask, oh, damn, do you have any projects out? That's what I wanted to ask. Like, where can we find your music? Yeah, sure. So you can expect the single dropping soon in a few, a few weeks. Um, definitely, we're going to have a project release in December, so keep up with that. Um, I know that I will be performing as an opener at Sasa... Con Fuego. Fuego, Yeah, see? that's a nice spot. Um, we'll be there, too. With Annabelle. You know, I'll be one of her openers. So we have a lot of exciting things, collabs happening as mm-hmm. well. Um, so, yes, you're definitely going to want to stay in tune. You can stay updated through my Instagram, at Felina Greco. And, yeah, you're not going to want to miss it because, honestly, like, I'm really the next big team coming up. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, I, I kind of second that, too. I believe it. I believe it. She has like a forceful, yeah. She dangerous. I'm scared guys. of her type. She dangerous. <laughs> Coella Deville over here. Um, a night of R and B. How was that process for you as far as even getting invited to a night of R and B? Because that's a privilege for all of us oh, yeah. um, to even be a part of that situation. That was a dope event. So how was that for you? Yeah. Who invited you to the party? So I was invited through Jalen, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so how that happened was during my studio sessions, actually a few months ago, Jalen had these ideas of throwing a concert. So I was involved in those conversations of like, Hey, like I got this idea of a concert. 
um, doing R&B. I have an ideas of who should be able to come and perform, and I want you to be an opener, blah, blah, blah. And because we were working in the studio already with, you know, just plans of what we were doing for me moving forward, it was, you're going to be included in this event. It's going to be a debut for yourself to put you <laughs> out there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you know, so I just was part of the plan before it was actually a plan type. Were you nervous? The night before, yes. I was legit sobbing, but only because... I was flustered with last minute changes mm. and the song not being my song last minute. And just like there was a lot of chaos happening yeah. for everyone, not just for sure, myself. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I got in my head because it was the first time I performed in the last two years and I didn't want it to be not perfect. So I was in my head, but I legit had a sit down conversation with my aunt. She forced me to sing in front of her and, like, figure it out. Yeah, definitely. And um, gave me the greatest advice ever. I literally recorded it on my voice memos pieces just to put in one of my songs in the future just because, like, having someone that supports you genuinely and can see you like that is is really a blessing. So I'm very, very grateful for that conversation that night. And I I changed the song to AM the day before the right. event, and I just walked in on Saturday for soundcheck in just the best mood ever. I think I just set the tone and energy for everyone. I introduced myself, hey, what's up? Like, yeah. just great vibes. And I was I was honestly excited to get on that stage. Yeah. Because it's just, it's, it's a feeling, you know, like, of, oh, I'm meant for this. Wow. This easy type. Mm-hmm. And you saying that, I feel like any professional, or even beyond professional, you hear that mindset a lot in sports, like I was just made for this. So very rarely do you hear a woman even talk like that. Like I was just to get on the stage, I was made for this, and then they didn't conquer it. If you had to give, you had to rate your performance from one to 10, what would you rate yourself? I would rate it in a nine. Okay. The reason why I would rate it a nine is because the way that I handled the... Um, malfunctionings like on Mm -hmm. the spot was very very professional definitely Um, you know like my instrumental cut off super early there was a whole verse missing you know the sound affecting the speakers that the really big noises and also my mic not being up I definitely like on the spot handled it completely well a lot of people didn't even notice that you know I didn't have a finishing song or whatever but you know, my confidence radiated. I know as soon as I walked on that stage and as soon as like I even spoke, I heard feedback from my family, people behind them were saying, yeah. like, who's this girl? She's gorgeous. Like, I can't really hear her. Like, I want to hear her. I That's what her the crowd was saying. Again. Who the fuck is that? You know, yeah. so it's like, if I was able to handle something like that and it wasn't perfect, I just know that like, if it was perfect, it would have went beyond our yeah. expectations. Definitely. And, and... One thing I noticed about you is when I met you, it was about five of you. <laughs> it was about five of you, and they were all just on go in support of, they were all Team Valina. Talk about the importance of having that support and what it means to you and how, you know, like I said, family, the importance of it to you. Yeah, so first things first, you cannot be anything bigger than yourself without other people. 
So if I am ever to inspire people in my future, I definitely need support, not only from my family and friends, but also from the people I'm wanting to inspire. So I definitely think support is 100% important because I can't be walking around this world just team Valina or for myself only without having to learn from other people. So I am the way that I am, like I told you, from my family growing up, from my family that I live with now, from Mm -hmm. the people I've met, from, you know, just different types of connections I've ever made. I am who I am. So support is so, so important. And it's also one of the reasons why I do want to be successful because I want to reciprocate what I can back to those people who ever supported me and loved me because that's so rare that I've, you know, I've never really had that growing up, but Mm -hmm. to have that in my, in my goals, it's so, it makes me want to do what I want to do 10 times. And that edge is what I feel like your experience gives you that edge. If you had it any other way, as far as how you grew up, is there anything you would change or do you feel like you are a product of your experience and you're okay with that? Um, I think I'm okay with how I am. Mm-hmm. I like that for you. You, can, yeah. you need that edge and that being able to pivot, that's a very professional quality to when things is going wrong, you just count every single thing that's going, count every move. Every move, you have a move. That's very yeah. pro-like. Very pro yeah, like you. and I'm and my life is not over. I'm, yeah. I'm still yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. I mean, Self love is still like on my to do list. You know, like just learning about my past or learning about even relationships I have now are yeah. very very important. They teach me a lot. So, how long do you plan on being doing music? Is this something that is just like you know what? This is an opportunity. I'm good at it. I look good. I'm get the bag, and then I'm gonna invest it in. My true passions, or is music your true passion that you can see yourself continuing? Music is definitely my true passion. Um, I also love acting and modeling, mm-hmm. so I definitely do want to be very versatile where I'm I'm not just an artist. I'm also an artist when it comes to physical looks, you know, through art itself, through theater, um, movies, all that. So there's there's a lot of different things I see for myself, but definitely staying in the range of Belina is this brand. It's going to lead into other things for herself in the future. That's that's where my goal is. It's not just like singing on stage at concerts, big events. It's gonna be like, yeah. you know, like I want to leave a legacy. That's, that's fire. Yeah, that's dope. This is. A lot of most of these industries, when it comes to entertainment, I mean, females are invaded, but these are male-dominated industries. Mm-hmm. Do you find yourself facing obstacles because you are a female in this business? Not at all. Mm. Just because I was raised properly to to be aware of those things at such an early age, and you know, I'm never gonna do something that's not in my best interest, whether it is through a male-dominated, you know, atmosphere or through a female-dominated atmosphere. There's females that will definitely step on my toes and make me feel like I'm not meant for this. Oh, yes. You know, so it's like, I know what I want and I'm going to get that. And you could be with me or not with me, but either way, I'm going to get it done. Absolutely. Young up-and-coming artists, music artists, any kind of artists, any sort of profession, um, like I said, we like to we like to document 
the glamour, the glitz, the bottles, the strippers, the beautiful women, the cars. And very rarely does the downside of success get documented or the days that, you know, you're having a bad day. But what are some things that you do, especially as a female? Like, I just feel like for you guys, it's a different healing process that you guys go through. So what are some things that you do to pick yourself back up when, you know, life is beating you up and you still have a task at hand? Um, I really like to just connect with people. Like, I love just to call my best friend up and say, hey, can we hang out? Can we smoke? I really like there to smoke There we go. There, the ding, ding, ding. I'm, 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 you feel me? Yeah. I'm, I'm a little stoner. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I like to smoke and just talk, let it out, journal, mm-hmm. write it down. Yeah. Um, just catch a vibe. I really like physical connections with people. Not that way. Physical I mean, connection. My bad. Wow. <laughs> what kind of oh, like you? Edit that out. I mean, like, like massages. Just connect, like nah, I just I really I fuck with like intellectual like yeah connections with people. No, I mean there's a different. There's a lot of different types of connections. So I I, I follow you. I follow you. You just the physical connection. You just you know. <laughs> You like playing like one-on-one basketball, like <laughs> okay, I'm that's crying. dope. That's dope. Um, unfortunately, Valina has volleyball practice today. Yes, I do. Um, talk about talk about that. Who do you play for? Uh, clearly, you're not in high school. You're 22 years old. So, where do you play volleyball at? I play at Westchester Community College. It's my first year playing there, but also my last year. I graduated in December, so oh great! Had to go out with a bang. Mm-hmm. Um, but I play there, and I've been doing pretty great for this season. It's also a very big difference from high school. I'm a starting player now. I'm oh, an wow. outside hitter now. Who are you? And yeah, we have we've we've been having a great great season. So I'm very grateful. But it comes to an end, I think, in next week. You like volleyball, huh? Yes, I do. Keeps mm. me active and yeah. keeps me very passionate about something too. Like mm. very, very passionate. Mm-hmm. After you graduate, do you plan on furthering your school, or is that it for that? Sure. Yeah. So my plan is to go to Purchase College. Oh, shout I out definitely to want to explore a creative arts school. Yeah. Um, they also have a volleyball team there, and I know I spice played there before too. So. She did. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. I'm just saying I might be That's dope. taking a little notes, so v- thank you. V Spice. <laughs> yeah. V Spice. That's your nickname too, right, V? Me? V. v. Your name is too pretty to have a nickname. Right? Just Valina. Valina. And like, doing? it's not that hard. People are like, what's your name? It's Selena, but with a V. That's it. It's simple. Anybody that made it past third grade should be able to pronounce that. Um... Yeah, that's dope. All right, we're going to take a break from today's show and talk about some beef jerky. Righteous Felon Craft Jerky, man. Uh, looking for a nice, healthy snack packed with protein. <gasps> Get you uh, 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 some, 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 car- some packages of this. Uh, we got uh, the Truffalo Bill. I didn't try this one yet, but it says uh, a potent pioneer of American flavor frontier. Wow, that sounds scary. Righteous Felon, I don't even know if one of those exists, but uh, according to the package, it does. Uh, We have the Bourbon Franklin, uh, an American dream of bourbon and vanilla bean. Ooh, a little sweet, huh? (laughs) Check out the OG Hickory Beef Stick, savory and smoky beef stick. Hey, ladies, relax. I'm reading the flavor off a song. Don't melt on camera, man. This, 
This ain't this ain't uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. We got uh, y'all know about this already. The teriyaki Balboa. This is actually my favorite one for obvious reasons. Bull. Y'all know my history with the bull, and y'all know my history with the boxing gloves. But uh, tingy teriyaki with a punch of pepper. And then finally, we have the lemon pepper and citrus basil beef stick. Hey, get your beef sticks. And they even got merch now too, man. Look, check them out. The good teriyaki Balboa. It has uh, this nice jail scripture on the back. Maybe I'll read it to you one day. Uh, you know, I'm on probation, so. Hats, I would try it on, but I got a funny shaved head. You're not about to be on here grinding me up. Uh, righteous felon hats, y'all might make me uh, my file that's expunged. It might, it, it, it might not be expunged if, if I put the hat on. Uh, different colors, uh, you can reach them at www.righteousfelon.com. And over here at Nothing's Normal, we are under the Polymath Network. So luckily for you, you know us, you get a discount. Use promo code POLY15. www.righteousfelon.com, promo code POLY15. A couple more questions. Yeah. You're young. You're beautiful. Thank you. Um, key ingredients for pregnancy. <laughs> You're an artist. Before I say what I want to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that in a, in, a, in a better way. Do you plan at some point, would you rather start your family in the midst of your career or would you rather wait till that's done to start a family? Do you even want to start a family? Do you I'm want waiting kids? until I'm married, until I'm like locked in, you feel me? Mm -hmm. Just because I want to have my father's kids. I mean, the kids yeah, of my father of course, yeah, yeah, involved definitely. in their life yeah. for until the, like I pass. You know yeah. what I mean? I just want a very, very stability-like family. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm, I don't have a time on it. Like I don't have a time on marriage. Like yeah. I know there's certain girls like I like Pinterest boards about their marriage and all this <sighs> shit. Like I'm not gonna be one to plan those things because it's not my admiration in life. Like yes. my admiration is my goals get into where I want to be at, you know, and then whenever I'm at that place and I'm, I'm at peace, and we're never going to be at peace, but never. whenever I feel like I can bring another human into this world, then that's when I'll have, like, you know, plans for that. But I am way too young, I am way too single, and I am just way too focused. That There you go, way too focused, way too single and way too young. I mean, hey... That's not, that, you can't stop the rain. <laughs> but uh, that's dope, man. Valina, uh, where can they follow you? What's your social medias? And yeah, when can we see more of you? Sure. So you can follow me at Valina Greco, V-E-L-I-N-A-G-R-E-C-O on Instagram and TikTok. You can also follow my YouTube channels. I do uh, vlogs on there. So it'll wow. be at Valina with two A's. And yeah, you will be seeing more of me on Instagram. That's my most active social media platform that I use right now. And you will also just be seeing me more popping up at events that we got coming up. Um, Sasa con Fuego I'll be there. is coming up. You feel me? So you're definitely not going to want to miss it. And if you do, I feel bad for you. Yeah, I'm there. And y'all will be seeing her on Nothing's Normal again, too. For <laughs> sure, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Thank you guys so, 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 so much for having me. Thank you. We appreciate you. Trao.